Welcome to the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. And we're back, man. Episode 142. Yes. All right, man. Let's get right into it. Um, this topic is is gonna hit close to home for everyone listening to this. And this is about the first time you had sex. Mm-hmm. Me, me and uh, me and Keith. A never, lot of people is getting hit close to home. Yeah, a lot of people getting hit close to home. Mm-hmm. Some, I, I'm pretty sure all of you that listen to this podcast, I'm pretty sure none of you are virgins. <laughs> sure none of you fucking people are virgins listening to this shit. Um, but yeah, man, it's like it's it's like your parents taught you how to ride a bike, and they taught you how to do get a job and have people skills. But there's one thing none of our parents taught us how to do, and that's have sex. You had yeah. to learn to do that shit on your own. Yeah, right. Um, a lot of bang bros. Like, and, and, and almost everyone's reference to sex, their introduction was porn. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, I would say it's got to be at least a high 80, 90 percentile. All mm-hmm. of us referenced porn before we even had sex for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you learn. That's where you learn stuff. Mm-hmm. That's where you really learn how to put a penis in a vagina. <laughs> I could imagine some <laughs> real nerd, like a real nerdy, nerdy kind of guy was yeah. actually taking notes. Okay, you wet it right here. You lick right here. Okay, oh, you get the molecular structure, of, <laughs> the molecular structure of the vagina, right? And then they still don't know how to fuck. Like, am I, am I, am I inside? Am I in there? Yeah, I know. I know. This is sad, and I, I wonder if a girl has ever, uh, or if a guy has ever said this. Is it in yet? Dang. Damn, that'd be terrible. That's yeah. <laughs> That's unfortunate. You better learn how to eat some vagina real good. No, man. I, I just don't think anybody learns this, man. Mm-hmm. Nobody. What you learn in life, especially from your from your first time having sex. I, with me, I lost my virginity at 18. Mm-hmm. You know, I was 18 going on 19. So I guess I was considered a late bloomer. I mm-hmm. used to get made fun of for not having sex in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's like, yo, I was a fucking kid. That, yeah. That's how prevalent sex was in high school. But they're like, oh, you're still a virgin? Mm-hmm. And they'd be like thinking like, yo, just because you fucked at 14 yeah, doesn't make me weird because I'm not having sex yet. Or find me a woman that wants to have sex with me. Right. Right. People be, you know, as, as, as much as people in high school was having sex, they would act like it was just the easiest thing in the world. Like, right. hey, you want to have sex with me? And then right. you just meet somebody. Right. Like, it takes some effort to, you know what I'm saying? 100%. Especially for... Like just that interaction in general between males and females, or you know, shy kids and stuff like that. All that kind of stuff gets in the way. Yeah, and and the thing about it too, what's weird is like after you have sex for the first time, it's almost like you have these uh, these moments of independence, right? Where you get your license. Yeah, you know, that's one moment of independence. You have sex, like Mm -hmm. that's like a moment of independence. Like yeah, like I'm a part of the big boys club now. I'm driving a car and I'm having sex. Wow, I'm on cloud nine. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like we all have these moments. You get your first cell phone that you ever had, and you got your you got a flip phone. You like yeah, I got a phone. I had sex and I got my license. Mm -hmm. It's going down. I can send all the dick pics now. Send all the all the squiggly dick pics now. (laughs) You couldn't even send a good dick pic on those old phones, man. Man, it'd be a little uh, a phone with one a one megapixel camera (laughs) with a squiggly black dick. That'd be crazy, man. The the, uh, two things that I remember about me losing my virginity was that um, it was during the finals when when the Lakers was playing. uh, (laughs) That was playing the Magic. That was the most significant (laughs) thing about the sex. This nigga Kobe was hooping. I couldn't miss that game though, so I was watching and smacking at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And Kobe Bryant with the last second shot. (laughs) 
He's going up. He, oh, he wins the game. Kobe Bryant. And since it was your first time, that nut was fast. Kobe hit the shot before you busted. <laughs> <laughs> when when I started, this nigga Kobe was uh, he got fouled, and by the time I finished, this nigga was on the second free throw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang! I, I was thinking about I was just thinking about those phones back in the day with the really bad camera resolution. Yeah, I bet you if you send a dick pic on those, your dick could be looking like Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Shout out to Todd. <laughs> your Roblox dick. <laughs> Oh man, that's kind of nuts, man. You, yeah. Your dick look like it'll be looking like you, uh, like a Super Nintendo character. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I, what I do remember also was like after I, after I finished, I was just like, I was like, this is it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, was, it was like the the leading up to him when you're watching all these pornos, you're like, oh, this is gonna be crazy. I'm about yeah. to get in this thing, and then when yeah. you do it, you just kind of like, oh. Right. It's not until you get your real, like your bearings. You that. get your real experience, man. Because yeah. you know when you first start having sex, your dick is trash. Yeah, I don't care how big it is or whatever. Your dick is not good, man. It's mm-hmm. just all you're doing is you just busting, you just getting your shit off. Yeah, that's all you're doing. You're mm-hmm. not even really, you're not even pleasing women at that point. You're just getting your shit off. Yeah, uh, I don't think most men when we're young, and some some dudes are gonna fight back like that ain't true. I was no, I was good since day one. Yeah, yeah, right, motherfucker. Most of us had weak dick when we first started having sex, yeah. and some of a lot of men probably still got weak dick. Unless yeah, you actually you never grow out of it, you never grow out of having weak dick, man. You got to take those training wheels off. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think also what happens too is I feel like a lot of, at least in, in my case, I feel like the girl was just doing me a favor. Right, like she knew she wasn't. She probably was attracted to me. Right, but she knew it was. She knew the dick was gonna be weak. Yeah, she tucked you in after you was done. Uh, <laughs> Sucking my thumb. <laughs> she gave you a little teddy bear to lay there. Just <laughs> rubbing my back. It's okay. It's okay, baby. You're gonna be all right. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Did you have that post nut clarity? Uh, I just kind of had like my mind was just just everything was just going so fast. Like I started feeling like I was on top of the world. Yeah. Like I started thinking about like rap videos and shit. Like man, I'm like I'm a, I'm down with these guys. I'm in this club now. Yeah. Like I'm this cool guy because I had sex. That's like another floor of life. Right. Yeah, it's right. Weird. It's a weird It's feeling. two floors, like the regular floor and then the vaginal floor. <laughs> the vaginal floor. <laughs> Once you hit that vaginal floor, that's a whole nother motherfucking beast. Yeah. That's true, man. <laughs> yeah, but as you get older, you learn that sex is important. It's yeah. very important. Mm-hmm. And and what you really don't want to do as you get older is is uh, give out weak dick. Because you yeah. don't always win all the battles. Sometimes you give out some weak dick here and there. But then, you, you know, you got to redeem yourself, man. Yeah, that's your resume when you yeah, when you're grown. Women want pleasure, man. You get older, bro. You that you cannot be in your thirties giving out weak dick. You just cannot be doing that, man. Yeah. You if you keep if you do that shit, you're gonna have a name in the streets, man. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, that's weak dick Keith. Or that's weak dick Eddie. Over you gotta there. be you gotta be Michael Jordan when it comes like when you hit your thirties, you gotta be you gotta be MJ. You know how like MJ yeah. never lost the finals. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't afford to lose, you know what I'm saying? Losing those cases. Yeah, man. You like there's things there's a book actually when the Charlemagne was talking about mm. I, I forgot the fucking name of the book in the book basically a woman referenced the book to him on how to go down on women mm-hmm. right and he said he read the book and I, I caught a glimpse of it and I looked at it and I was like this is very helpful really yeah this check is, it out yeah I would check it out I guess he could compare it like going down on a woman to like a light switch mm-hmm. or something oh, like yeah. that <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Like this is shit that people don't talk about, and I guess a lot of people are embarrassed to talk about sex or talk about their first time or how sex matters as they get older. But you got to know what you're doing. Women, yeah. women, women are not willing to teach you how to go down on them when you're fucking thirty five. Yeah, like that's some shit that you had to learn, man. Mm-hmm. The, it, like, and there's so many other things you got to learn. Me and Keith was laughing. We was talking about like thick women, right? Mm-hmm. About how you can't just like thick women and think that that's just the end all be all. Yeah, you need a you need enough dick for thick yeah. women. <laughs> you got to have the equipment to have to be with thick women, man. Yeah, and, and it's look, look, and it's no slight to anybody. You got to know how much you got, like you got to know how much dick you got and what kind of woman is down with that. Yeah, because you can't be having no super thick woman and you ain't got enough dick, man. Damn. That's like that's like showing up to a, uh, that's like showing up to a barbecue with some little smokies. Like you, you ain't getting shit cracking with yeah, that, man. Need some real meat. Need <laughs> some real meat. <laughs> I wonder how many thick women lives. It's like, oh man, they'll tell you too. Like, yeah. hey, you, you know what I'm saying? You got to be packing if you want to mess with this. Yeah, you, you want to be packing if you want to get this snacking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're you gonna need a napkin for this <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is i feel like a lot of uh a lot of men i'm only speaking from the men there's a lot of girls that have terrible is terrible at sex also yeah they are so i don't want to make this just like a, this ain't just about men. yeah but from our perspective i think a lot of men stop um Stop trying to get better. You know what I mean? True, yeah. Like, you, you, there's ways, whether it's a pill or whatever something. the case may be, or reading a book, like yeah. Charlemagne reference. Just something like that, just to increase your skills. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're in, like, this um, a long-term relationship. Cause right. Some, like, you know, especially when you're getting old, you know, you got love handles now. You got to be able to do something. <laughs> if you don't, if she's not attracted to you no more, right. at least give some good dick. Yeah, if you got love handles, you still better be able to handle that pussy. <laughs> Handle that love. <laughs> if you got love handles and weak dick, she's gonna leave you, man. God damn. If you got love handles and weak dick, she's gonna leave you for that guy with a six pack in the gym. Damn. That dude is gonna be bashing that pussy, dude. Yeah. He's gonna be lifting weights and fucking her from the God back. God damn. He gonna have two hundred pounds bench pressing over his head, <laughs> smashing your girl. Just imagine that. <laughs> that'd be the worst. That'd be the worst vision ever. The, I remember uh, this nigga Soldier Boy had a. It was like a low key corny not corny line, but he was like, "Last night your girl forehead was on my abs." What? <laughs> Basically, he's saying his girl's giving you head. Yeah, but that was just a <clears throat> terrible way of explaining uh, fellatio. <laughs> what he should have said is, "Last night I had cocaine on my nose." Oh God! Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that was I had cocaine. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's, it is one of those things like. It, it, when you when you think about it, it's it's significant. I felt like the idea was more significant than the moment. When yeah. It, that when it happened, it was just kind of like, oh man, like this is whatever. But yeah, because to because it it never happened. It doesn't play out like for me at least. It didn't play out like the movies. Right. No, not at all. You know, some of the movies be like, you know, the guy and the girl just home alone, and then the parents are out, you know, on vacation, mm-hmm. and then you know they just happen to. And it just happened. Mine was like planned pretty much to the T. Right. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, you just, I don't know. It's more of a, um, the experience is like almost like watching a good movie that doesn't last that long, 
But <laughs> it's a good trailer. It's a good trailer. <laughs> like that's gonna be a good movie. I'm dead. <laughs> Sex is gonna be good one day when I stop busting in twenty seconds. <laughs> yeah, man. Another thing too is like if you have to always wonder if the sex was good, then it probably wasn't great. Like on you your, gotta ask about you, it. Yeah, you never yeah. should have to ask. I, like, I ain't gonna front. I asked. Yeah, I, I was think like, everybody I, has. Like, but was that, it cool? Like, <laughs> yeah. Did you come? <laughs> Sometimes no, I didn't come in thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some girls like the thing about it is, <clears throat> is like you, and that's another thing too. A lot of men think you could just get women off through like uh, penetration. penetration yeah. That's not gonna work, man. Yeah. You gotta bust out all the tools. On it's these different chicks. for everybody. You it's gotta, different. It's, you gotta learn. You gotta learn the person. Yeah. And and for foreplay is important too. Yeah. You can't you know? just be putting. You can't just be like, "Hey, how you doing?" Here's dick. Like, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, you got to do something, man. And, so, and sometimes it's like a lot of times, like if a girl um, is, um, if she's willing to have sex with you, she's probably attracted to you. A hundred percent. So for you, the the most important thing is like getting them riled up. Yeah, like, you, you know, to. it could be something simple as like rubbing a leg. Yeah, you rub their leg for like two minutes, she ready to go. Yeah, or you just start eating tacos, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so wet." Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a black man eat tacos before. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> eat my taco now. Oh <laughs> you go from eating real tacos to pink tacos. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! But yeah, crazy. man. And and the thing about it is, it's like. Look here, man. You got to be transparent. There's not a lot of podcasts or people that are going to say this. Like, if 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 foreplay is important for women, man, you got to have enough respect to do that. Either you could, I mean, I feel like using your hands, knowing how to use your fingers, that's like a cheat code. Yeah. Like using your fingers or Make you your job easier. Yeah, or using your mouth, whatever the case. That shit is a cheat code, man. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to do that because, especially like, I think a man's ego gets in the way too. They'll mm-hmm. just be thinking this like. Here comes a dick. Yeah, You're like that's not gonna do anything. And power driving him with, especially the dick. if you ain't got that. If you ain't got that much dick, dude, your dick ain't doing shit to these. Or women. if you can't last a long time. Yeah, dude, that's you, a, That's the real cheat code. If you a nigga that busting like a minute and a half consistently. Yeah, like just eat her out before. It, you, you know what I'm saying? You penetrate <laughs> it, you'd be straight. You need to be half lesbian. Oh wait. <laughs> Exactly. If you if you don't last that long, if your dick if your dick won't last that long, just rub your dick on hers like they would. You know the whole scissor action they be getting. With it. Paper rock scissors. Paper rock scissors. Those uh, are comedy. I I never. This is a, like a slight tangent, but I never got into like the girl on girl action. It yeah. just kind of looks. From it, from the outside, look, it kind of looks stupid. Like yeah. to have two girls just rubbing they sit like vaginas together. I don't know, man. I don't know. There's gonna be if there's any lesbians listening to this, they're gonna be like, "Oh, you have no idea." That, like it's they're gonna it's be lit. like they they say that. I mean, I've heard some stuff. Not the feeling. I, I don't know. I can't tell you about the feeling. I'm sure you know it feels good for whomever. But I'm saying for when I'm looking, at, yeah, like the. You know, when I'm a yeah, kid yeah. and I'm taking yeah. my notes and my, the molecular structure, <laughs> I never clicked on girl on girl and was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah, because if you try that shit, the girl's going to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> my homegirl did this to me. <laughs> I think a lot of girls have low-key tried some uh, girl on girl stuff. Yeah. Especially women that are really close. They get drunk like, oh, stop. Yeah. Oh my God! It can't believe they be their friends too. Yeah, be their friends too. Yeah, they just be drunk one night. They be like, you know what? Just, just put it in your. Just do it. Let's just, just do it. Vagina. We don't have to tell anybody. Let's yeah. just do it. 
Yeah. The ones that's real close, I'll be thinking like, yeah, y'all must have did something together. I don't and know. I, you, you speaking generally, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> y'all, done did, y'all done did something together. Y'all had a night where y'all had a little too much to drink, and mm-hmm. then you keep on making that same excuse, and it's been like probably a couple weekends in a row that y'all been doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know, man. You learn a lot, man. You, you learn a lot um, because what happens too, man, is I don't know, man. If you claim to say you like a woman, or you know, you you want to every that's not true though, because every every person's different. A lot of men are probably not looking to please; they're just looking to get pleasure. They just get their rocks off. Huh? Yeah, I think it does a lot more for you when you're willing to go the extra mile and give women pleasure. Mm-hmm. The reason why <laughs> is because that builds like a relationship; like they know you actually care. Because yeah. you, you think about it too, like you kind of got to remove your ego. Because you don't know what these women have been through. That's why you can't be stepping into the situation thinking you just got the best dick ever. Because any girl, no, nah, you don't know. Because the girl, when girls, women go through whole phases, they come through across all kinds of dicks. Yeah, they come across uh, uh, freaking foot long dicks. They come across micro dicks. They come across baseball dicks. Baseball, they, baseball dicks. They're coming across <laughs> all kinds of shit. Yeah, and then here you come and you like I'm the shit, not knowing. That your dick is a whole foot shorter than the motherfucker that they yeah. used to. You, you, know, you don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, that. Yeah, you got to come in humbly. Yeah, and then when you, you and then you you uh, what do you call it? Like undersell and then overperform. Right. It's not even undersell. Just don't talk. I don't. I don't that, like the. Not, not necessarily. Right. That's what I meant by underselling. 100%. Don't hype yourself up. Like, right. yeah, I got dick down to my kneecap. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't handle this. <laughs> you pull it out. She's like, mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I handle two of those <laughs> at the same time. One in, one in my mouth, one in the back. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you don't know the sexual history of these women, too, though. Yeah, I, I think, you, like you were saying before, like um, I feel like um, good sexual performance is like a resume, right? Hundred percent. And I feel like for us, you know, especially. Um, Especially if you're out in the world and you're a single man, right? Like you want that. Um, you you want to. I don't know how many, but you just want a consistent one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if it's a if you if you get that first opportunity and you and you terrible, you may not get. Yeah, you, you get may not one. get another chance unless she's like super attracted to you. A hundred percent. Because I've, I've, yeah. I've blown it before myself. Yeah, I've, I've blown it a couple of times. Yeah. And then luckily I would get like a second opportunity. Yeah. But they would even tell you like, man, I, I wasn't even going to call you back. <laughs> and then I come through with the hammer. <laughs> Hadouken that pussy. Hadouken. 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 <laughs> Sonic cock. <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, funny. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. If you, if and women they they'll get tired of you real quick if you don't handle your business. First of all, they got more than one dude in their phone that they could call for sex. Yeah. You know. But if if you don't if you underperform, like a lot of women are looking for you to be that one at least for now. Yeah. You know. Just you know. Just do me so, do me solid for the time being. Yeah. Until that's so unfortunate because I, I, I feel like if. If it's the other way around, like if it's a girl that give terrible head or oh, yeah. know, if we try to be nice if about she it, lazy or whatever, like it pro- it wouldn't even be it wouldn't be like no guy would be like, man, I ain't talking to her ever again. Yeah. He would try to go get second to thirds or whatever. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, because I, I think it's a little different. It's a lot easier for women to get sex than men. 
Yeah. Yeah. And women are dis- I disagree with that. Like all women got to do to get sex is step out the house and just be a woman and they go and the dude is trying to do something. All women got to do is post on their story. All they got to do is post on their story with they thigh out like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm tired of this nigga. It'd be it. Yeah, just DMs boom, boom, going boom. crazy. It'd be boom. DMs going crazy. Dick pics in there. <laughs> People flashing money like I want to take you uh, out. Let's have sex on some money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, uh, but yeah, it happens, man, because women underperform. I've gotten some you know, uh, freaking great value brand blowjobs. Yeah. You know, you know the Walmart brand cereal. Mm-hmm. So they say great value on yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, that motherfucking generic off-brand blowjob. And you're just like, huh? Wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, let's try that again. Then the next time, it's like uh, now it's like off-brand oatmeal from yeah. Walmart. Oh uh, yeah. You're like, it's what's trash. going? On? What's going on, man? Mm-hmm. Did, did somebody not teach you something? The the one the that's terrible, but it's even worse when they over oversell themselves. Yeah, it's like oh yeah. I, once you get over here, I'm gonna I'm gonna do you right. It's the best <laughs> head you ever gonna get. You know they call me the head doctor. Yeah, I got the Popeye chicken to blow job. <laughs> oh, you lying ass motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, y'all got to stop talking. Yeah, that's why. Especially what I've learned as well is not to not to say shit. Yeah, just you know what I'm saying. I'm just thing. gonna I'm just gonna show up. Yeah. And uh, give my best audition. Give your best effort and then live with the results. Yeah. Like LeBron say. Yeah. If you if you could lead that situation saying, you know what? I gave the the absolute best dick that I could give out and she still wasn't with it. Then she needs to just go do porn. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or buy a vibrator. Yeah. She needs to just go get a robot to fuck mm-hmm. her. I, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, here's this is kind of a tangent off of this. But not really. Um, it, it's in the same realm of uh, sex, right? Um, a lot of people are really scared, you know, with the COVID-19 going on and whatnot. But I'm not even afraid of COVID-19. I'm afraid of COVID-69. I'm dead. <laughs> These goddamn STDs are out of control. That is one thing that I uh, am afraid of, which is yeah. why I move the way that I move. Yeah. And I, I gotta, Some people ain't afraid of both. They don't give a fuck. I'm sticking naked dick and all kind of women. Yeah, man. Here goes uh, this is an article I read about the STD rates in Kern County, and this is more of a recent one. It says um, Bakersfield, California, Kern County Health Department released STD rates uh, for Kern County. The number of STDs cases has risen from previous years and is and continues to be one of the tops in in the state, according to Kern uh, Public Health. The county sees one STD case every hour. Chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis continue to be the top three STDs in Kern County and uh, Kern County and in the state. The average number of cases in the county saw on each day: chlamydia nineteen, gonorrhea six, syphilis four. The average number of cases county saw on each day in twenty eighteen is eighteen uh, six and two. Mm-hmm. Um, when compared to other counties in the state, Kern County is third worst for chlamydia, sixth <clears throat> worst for primary syphilis, fourth worst for gonorrhea. God damn. Yeah, man. So look, here's the thing, man. The way you avoid STDs, or what I what I could say is, is for one man, don't try to be a player, dog. Yeah, it can't be promiscuous. Yeah, don't here. don't be promiscuous. Now we just had this conversation about sex and whatnot, but for one, I'm busy, and two, like I'm not around here chasing pussy all day. Mm-hmm. When you when you're trying to deal with these loose women, dude, they're out in the world, and they're if they're worldly women. They're out there getting dick from all kinds of random people. Like I don't, they I don't random. We know the dudes. Yeah, probably yeah, right. <laughs> I don't, I don't like certain places. I would never meet women. 
like at clubs, I'm not trying to take nobody home. Yeah. That's how you get an STD. I used to bounce at clubs, man. I used to bounce at clubs and I was a regular club goer back in the day. So I know what these chicks are into. I seen yeah. a chick leave with a different guy every night, Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's like, ugh, like this chick, she had to have caught something from these motherfuckers. Yeah, girls, yeah. It's girls in the club is nasty. Yeah, too. The, yeah, stay away from if and if a person is always want to be out in a club and always at a bar, trust and believe she's meeting guys there and you are extremely like you are incredibly increasing your chances of getting STD. Because if you're constantly in these places, right, those people are fucking people in that bar or in that club. And if you fuck one of them, you just fucked everybody. Congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I know it sounds like an over-exaggeration, but it's the truth. If you are in these spaces all the time, there's some people that, oh, I got to have drinks every week. They're always out multiple times a week, always at clubs, always at bars, always at these places. When you're meeting people at these places, they're not just there one day out of the week. It's like, it's like save your money. You can go get beer from Walmart or yeah, something. You could do something. Just you, you have to learn how to, um, <clears throat> I don't know. It, it's kind of hard to explain. I, I take my chances out in the world to meet women. And you meet women anywhere. Yeah. You can meet women at... I don't know. You'll be at the store somewhere. Yeah. You'll be out in the world. Who knows? Just let it happen organically. But if you're pursuing women or you're, or women, you're pursuing men, be very fucking careful where you're trying to do it. And if you're trying to hook up, that's fine too. But ask yourself, if you hooked up with five dudes and you met them all at bars, your pussy is going to get hot one day. Yeah. It's gonna- <laughs> Yeah. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna have some shit, you know? Yeah. You're gonna have some shit that you might not be able to get rid of. Yeah, and a lot of dudes don't be wearing a lot of people don't wear condoms. That is just fucking stupid. That's so crazy that they would even chance it like that. And I you know, you and I both know people personally with um sexually transmitted diseases. Right, right, right. And what happens is um a lot of these people don't make it known. Like they know themselves. But in order to save face, they won't even say, you know, that they have any sort of uh, STD or something like that, which is unfortunate. There was this, in a moment of transparency, there was this girl that I used to, um, I used to smack back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was, so it was weird because she was just like, you know, like a, like we had like a little friend with benefits relationship, right? Um, and this was during the time when I was going to school and right. she lived here in Bakersfield when I was right. in New Mexico state. Um, one day this, this girl had, um, messaged me and she was like, Hey, we need to talk. And I was like, you know, my heart is racing. Like, yeah. what could it be? Oh, yeah. Pregn- um, pregnancy scare. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is wild. Um, <laughs> yeah. so I, I answered her phone and she was like, Hey, you know, you know, she gave me like the, the past, not, I'm gonna call it passive aggressive, but like the small talk at first, like, Hey, I was going type of thing. And then she was like, Hey. I just wanted to let you know that there's this girl that um, that says she she knows you. And basically, she said that you gave her um, an STD. Wow. And then I like low key laughed on the phone. I was like, (laughs) which was probably disrespectful. But I was like, that's not me because I'm always like I always protect myself. Um, But basically, like I I did, I went to do my due diligence and I got checked and everything was, you know, negative. Mm hmm. but you tested positive for being a nerd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the molecular structure of a pussy was de- deteriorating. <laughs> oh, man. But but it's it's crazy. Um, 
what what is more concerning for me in that situation is that she doesn't know who gave it to her. Ooh, that's how. So you... she think that I gave it to her, which is obviously like out of the question. But because she thought that I did and I didn't, oh, she wow. out there in the world thinking that somebody gave it. If, if if her vagina had a soundtrack, it'd be like, now everybody in the club getting tipsy. Uh, hey. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Now everybody in is getting dixies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, dude, I'm telling you, man. And the thing about it, too, is I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Most people have friends with benefits. They can act like they don't. You know, and, and it's not like that's preferably what people want to have, but everybody doesn't want to be in a relationship all the time. Everybody doesn't want to be tied down. And sometimes they just want sex. They don't want to be dealing with people. And and oftentimes as men and women will link up, find somebody we're cool with. I honestly think that's pretty safe, to be yeah. honest. I think that if you're if you're a person that you're not really in the, in the in the mindset to be in a relationship and you just kind of want some semi uh, consistent sex there's nothing wrong with that yeah. right but don't take your chances always hooking up with a bunch of new people all the time that's the, that the problem is is what i think what happens a lot of times is that um people try to look at someone and, and decipher if they have a SC, if they got covid 69 <laughs> like <laughs> like uh and even if you're in this it doesn't matter the the the, the length of the time you've known someone. Right, 100%. People be like, oh, I've dealt with this person for a while. Like, let me not wear protection anymore. Right. And then not, and not knowing or maybe knowing that this person is out there sticking that same naked dick in three or four other people. Yeah. yeah. That's so they bringing that back to you. And what ha- what happens with that, too, is like a lot of innocent girls, and get, not necessarily innocent, but just nice, genuine people get get hurt because yes. of some nigga that's out there yeah that she thinks you know they have a monogamous relationship but don't. he got a polyamorous relationship and he yeah you, know. you got to be transparent too mm-hmm. like if, if if you're dealing with a chick and you're just messing with her and she should be like or like what's going on i'll be like honestly i'm not fucking anybody mm-hmm. i'm just going around and be like okay all right do you want to use a condom i'm like oh uh, yeah yeah because i know you because i'm always down. i'm always gonna i could trust myself and i'm very yeah. transparent if i'm if i'm gonna fuck somebody else mm-hmm. then i'll probably just stop talking to you or something i don't yeah. really i don't subscribe to trying to like I'm too old for that. Multiple. I'm trying to fuck with multiple. You don't women. need a team. I don't need a whole. Yeah. I don't need a basketball team of pussy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. But what if a woman like I notice with women they have so many options and it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. They're just if they look decent and they're out in the world they're gonna get hit on. Yeah. And if they decide they want to transition on from you and they test out the dick they're not gonna tell you that they tested out some dick. You just gonna pop up and they're gonna be like, okay, well, Eddie's dick was better, then I'll stick with him. Uh, right? I, I'm curious to know like <laughs> how many women that I had messed with had multiple of course. partners. Oh yeah, of course. They're never gonna admit it. Women yeah. are, women are like, oh, that's I'm not that type of girl. I would never do that. Well, your pussy said different. Lie detect determined, lie detector test determined that your pussy uh, has been around. One <laughs> I've only had one person be like tell me, like, yeah, I I'd be getting around. Oh. Like, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You got to respect it if they're yeah. if they're actually women don't feel comfortable admitting anything mm-hmm. sexually related. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's some women cringing that are going to listen to this podcast and be like, oh, never. I'm a virgin. I never. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> You'd yeah. be lying, bro. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. But that, you know, that's a, a, a trucker's mind, just trying to be transparent with the listeners out you, there. You, you got to, man. You got no choice, man. If, you, if you're going to be on this platform, then you can't hold your tongue, man. You got to say what's on you because it makes you more relatable. We'll talk about this a little bit later in the podcast. Mm-hmm. But even whatever you're talking about, it's the shit that people really want to say and they really want to hear it. But they normally don't get to hear it on any of their favorite platforms. Yeah. So you could go back and listen to all your f- best podcasts and things that you listen to, but they're not talking about this. Yeah. Well, this is every this is average everyday people problems and situations that you will hear on a Trucker's Mind podcast. Or or they're speaking too generally. <clears throat> True. Like yeah, I used to mess with a lot of women in the past. Like yeah. oh that's cool, but like give me a story. Yeah, we need a story behind it. Yeah. Yeah, we need a story. Like oh, I never talked about my first time having sex. Okay, my first time having sex it was with a white girl. All right. A um, snowbody? Yep, it was God, a white girl. Dang. I had a black girl for all the you know chocolate women's out there. If it ain't white, it ain't right. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Um, yeah, I, I was messing with her and then or talking to her, and I was just like, I was kind of anticip- anticipating, like, I'm, I think I'm gonna have sex with her. And then uh, we this, went, <laughs> huh? Why'd you say it like that? Because that's how I was in my mind. I think you, that's your mind talking to yeah, you. Yeah, I sound I like I'm fucking Dexter's laboratory in my brain. Your mind be whispering to you. It's like I'm going to have sex with her. <laughs> yeah. So eventually it ended up happening. And then I when I was over at her house, I seen like pictures of her family and her dad would work for the police department. So yeah. her dad was a Bakersfield police officer. And I was just like, I don't care. I'm still going to get this pussy. I and don't you care. start beating her with show baton, huh? Yeah, it didn't last long. But I was, <laughs> I was like, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say will be used against you in a court of law. <laughs> that's funny. That's crazy. That, yeah, that's weird to walk into the whole family pictures yeah, I was, and stuff. Yeah, like I was, what I was thinking, like, you know, not like it, it wasn't a real excuse. You know, I was like, I got to hurry up and get out of here. It's like, mm-hmm. really? Like, yeah. you know, you ain't going to last that long. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I got to make this quick. It got to be a quickie. Nigga, all make- your sex is a quickie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You know, it, what's crazy, too, is, is I just I think a lot of women lie to men to, you know, keep men's egos intact. Yeah. And I think that a lot of women will, they actually love, they'll, they'll love their husband or boyfriend or whoever. And this guy probably thinks he's giving out good dick, but it's just terrible. It's regular. It's regular dick. They have God, better, dude. women have had better dick when they were single and they met Billy in the club and they never seen him again. And he made yeah. him come four times. They, that drunk dick hit different. That drunk, that Hennessy dick hit yeah, different. Dick. And they'd be like, I've been trying to text him, but he won't text me back. Oh, right? man. And that was the best dick they ever had. And then here you come and they love you, but you, they don't want to fuck your ego up. Yeah. So now, you know, she's fucking with some dude that, that is busting fast and he thinks he's killing it. Yeah. He's like, you all right? You yeah. all right? Like yeah, I'm 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 fucking fine. And some and some some dudes get that false Im- impression that if you beat like if you just pound in it, that, yeah. that that's pleasurable. And right. sometimes it's like it's not the case. Maybe it is if she's like probably uh, very dysfunctional. Probably had a lot of trauma. Ah, uh, she got like, daddy issues. It's like punch me, <laughs> punch me, <laughs> burn a cigarette on my back, punch me like my dad used to punch my mom. I'm like ah right, okay, look I can't be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the trauma out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. You gonna God be damn, that's sad. And the sad thing is as men, you're gonna really be trying to be like, yo, you gotta get somebody else. You gotta get somebody else. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Call me when you see a therapist. Uh <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's wild. All right, man. Let's switch gears. I'm switching gears. Recently, there was a um, interview with the Breakfast Club and Joyner Lucas, and um, <clears throat> he admitted something that I never hear anyone admit, and it was probably one of the most powerful interviews all year that I've seen, just based on the content. Mm-hmm. Drop the drop the little snippet right here. Why did you have beef with Logic? Whenever I hear people beefing with Logic, I think that's so strange. I'm like Logic. Very, you know, honestly, it was very strange. It really was. I think I was very. I think I was jealous of him. Really? Like, yeah, I think I was jealous of him. But I think I, the reason why I say that though is because I felt like where he was at at that time is where I wanted to be so much. Really? You know what I mean? Like, damn, I wish I, I wish I was here. You know what I mean? And it took, bro. I I, I had called that man. Because I had an epiphany, right? I had got to a certain place in which people started expecting things of me, right? And people started just expecting that I just do shit. Like, I, people that I didn't even really know like that, you know? And I lost a lot of people, and it clicked. I said, everything that I accused this guy of, or I was jealous, whatever, I, it's happening to me, and I know how it feels, and it sucks. All right, what you take from that is you got Joyner Lucas, um, basically admitting that he was jealous of logic, um, mm-hmm. admitting that he was appointed. He was at a point in his career where he felt he should have certain accolades and that he was comparable to, to logic. And he said, you know, logic was ripping down tours and getting all this notoriety and, and, and recognition. And he had a huge fan base and people loved him. And he felt that should have been him. And he yeah. said, I felt like I was jealous. And I told him to his face. I called him and told him, like, before you say anything, I was I was I was jealous and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he said logic was just like, yo, like you're like I'm about to be I'm about to cry, man. Like mm-hmm. nobody this is the most sincere apology I've ever heard in my life. As men, we need to learn this. Just as people, yes, but from a man from a man's perspective, we need to understand that it's okay to admit you've been jealous. We've all been jealous. In order to recognize jealousy, you have had to been jealous yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And um for example, I'll give my my uh, myself. I've been jealous because there probably was a girl that I liked. Not probably. This has actually fucking happened. Yeah. There was a girl that I liked, and this happened more than once. And you know, you know, they just stopped talking to me, or they move on, or whatever yeah. the case, right? Yeah. And then they date some. Go go ahead, go ahead, man. Yeah, Keith has to take a shit, but I, I'll continue. Uh, <laughs> there'll be a girl that I liked. And she'll be talking to another dude. I might happen to know the guy or whatever the case. And she fucking talks to him and not me. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? What's this guy about? Why does she like him? And then you end up not liking the dude and he ain't did nothing to you. It's the fact that you're jealous of him. There was something that she liked in him that she didn't like in you. That's on you, man. That's on you. And that's jealousy. And that's something that we have to get over, not only as human beings, but as men. And I think it was powerful that he admitted that. I think that it's a lesson to be learned from all of us. It's definitely a little bit awkward having to hold the podcast together when Keith just leaves. But um, (laughs) yeah, man, it's I think as men, we're too afraid to admit that we've been insecure, that we've been jealous, that we've had our feelings hurt, all these things are things that we never admit. We never admit these things when in actuality we go through all of them just like anyone else. You know, damn, you back quick. Yeah, I don't want to take too long. 
you might have run out of stuff to no, say. No, no, I'm good, man. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I keep my wheels turning over here. Turns my podcast. That was the fastest bathroom break ever. You took a leak, dude. Yeah. How the fuck did you do that? I just ran over there. He must have had his dick out before he opened that door. <laughs> Keith was already peeing before he opened that fucking door, man. I already got to get my shit off while you was over there talking. <laughs> I was still talking about fucking Jordan Lucas, man. Yeah, but ultimately, all I'm saying is, is like, I think it the transparency, man. That's why even people will take the time to listen to this podcast. Just the fact that I, that we admit that we're human. I've been jealous. I've been jealous of other men before. That's why I'm not a jealous person now, based on the fact that I know how it feels to be in that situation. It's not a good feeling. Yeah, and it also means you need to work on yourself. You should be in a position where you're confident enough in yourself as a man where you don't allow yourself to be in this position of jealousy. Yeah. It, it could being a jealous person could put you in situations that are completely out of character for you, but you can't think straight because your ass is jealous. And I guarantee you, everyone listening to this podcast, men or man or woman, you have been jealous in your life at a certain point and you don't even realize you was jealous, but you was fucking jealous. Yeah. You know that person that you applied for that job at the same time and they got it and you didn't? And you was like, they're stupid. How mm-hmm. the fuck did they get the job? Your ass was jealous because you didn't get the fucking job. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. And that's I, that's one that's that's, <clears throat> that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, we talked about um those successful haters <laughs> right, uh, right, right. on a few podcasts ago. And I think um it's one of those things where a lot of people aren't self-aware enough to recognize it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of going along with what you were saying. Like, right. it's extremely powerful for a person as successful as Joyner Lucas to say, like, yo, I am jealous of an or I was jealous of another person. Right. And then he didn't even realize it. Yes. You know, all this pent up energy. <laughs> yeah. Sending diss tracks and, you know, making certain yeah. statements and interviews and stuff like that. Or he stole my song. He did this. He did yeah. that. It didn't take him until he started being successful himself yes. to recognize that he was being jealous. Right. Yeah. And he so apologized. It's crazy. And, and, and the sad part about it is we see it from the outside looking in like we can recognize people in our city that is jealous of someone else. Oh yeah. But a lot of people can't recognize it about their self. hundred percent. And like you said, admitting just speaking about your feelings in general is powerful, but admitting that you were, are jealous or were jealous of another successful person is like, it's almost like a a weight off your shoulders. Oh my God. Like I'm sure he can drop music (laughs) now and not even be concerned about comparing himself to logic or is this going to do the same? Am I going to get a Grammy or am I going to be on this award show or whatever? He can drop music now and it, and he can, he can just let it flourish. Yes. And the the crazy part about it too is from the outside looking in, there's probably a lot of people that I'm sure there's a lot of people that probably love logic more than Joyner Lucas. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, there's probably people that think Joyner Lucas is a better artist than logic. hundred percent. And it's just crazy to think that somebody that have so much fans that made so many viral moments with the Will Smith video that right. I'm not racist and all these other all videos these, yeah. can be jealous of somebody else. It's crazy. It's yeah. because when you 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 use another person as a metric for your success, <clears throat> it will take you down a line of bad thoughts, jealousy, envy. Um, why is he doing that and I'm not doing that? And it, it's just it's it's da- it could damage you. It, yeah. it, it can really damage you if you allow it to. But when you're self-aware and you're willing to look at yourself and say, hey, you know, not to mention to be transparent with yourself first and with the world, bro. That is like nobody can use that against you. 
Yeah. Nobody. Though they're going to say, oh, he was jealous. That's weak. I, I, I ain't never been jealous of nobody. See, you know what's funny about it? Even some people listening on the podcast, you probably never admitted to being jealous. You probably never admitted to any of these things. When in actuality, I know you have because you're human, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is I'm a lot more free because I can admit the 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 wrongdoings or the jealousy or the problems that I've had. Yeah. You know, I could admit that I've had my feelings hurt. Yeah. You know how many men don't admit they've been hurt by women before? That a woman had them crying while I was crying and have my feelings hurt until I learned to get over it. Mm-hmm. Like these are things that men don't admit, but guess what? Nobody can ever use it against you yeah. because you are way more transparent than they could ever be. So when you see a guy like Jonah Lucas say he was jealous, it's a whole bunch of people that think to themselves like, I was jealous too. I'm still too afraid to say it, but Mm -hmm. I was jealous. Mm -hmm. This is powerful, man. I think this is one of the most powerful things that have happened this year. And I think that not only more people, but more men should really step up and be like, hey, man, you know, um, when I told you to fuck yourself and you was like, no, no, it's because I was jealous of you, bro. Straight up. I was jealous of you. And the person that you tell that to, they're going to be like, shocked. Like, what? Like, really? They, they, I'm pretty sure they won't be mad at you. Mm-hmm. If you told them to their face, like, yo, I was jealous of you, bro. I was hating on you straight up because mm-hmm. I didn't like what you was doing. I felt like I should have been doing it. And I was being a hater straight up. Yeah. They'll be like, yo. Taken back. They'll be taken back. Mm-hmm. They won't know how to take it. But I'll tell you what. If somebody ever told me they was jealous of me, what I would immediately do is tell them all the things they were better at than I was. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, man, the way you do this is better than how I do it. Like, you had, you ain't got no reason to be jealous of me. Like, bro, you good. You, you doing good. your thing out you, here. You doing your thing. You, you can do things better than I do. That should automatically not make you jealous. Mm-hmm. Because you being your genuine self and doing certain stuff, I can never replicate that. So that's something you should be proud of. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But that, I mean, yeah, even in, in that case. Right. I don't think logic can tell a story like Jordan. I don't Not know if anybody all. can right. do a story like that. Exactly. That's like elite levels of, you know, storytelling. Exactly. But um yeah, I think do you think that as far as like the this like idea of like jealousy and then also like motivation, do you think they're kind of rooted in a similar similar space? So in one instance like say a uh, say um like us, for example, if there's a podcast out here in Bakersfield that's just booming, right? And we looking at them, and you know, on one side we could be like, "Man, they podcast is trash. I don't know why people listen to that." And then on the other hand, we could use that same energy and be like, "Yo, that podcast is booming. Um, it's motivating me to want to get better, or me to get my to get our podcast name out there." Yeah, I, I feel you, and that does make sense. But I'll be honest with you: if I see a podcast that's booming, and I know it's another one. And I, I'm just being real. I'm speaking from a from a confident space. But mm-hmm. if I know that our podcast is not even comparable, if I just feel it's better, it's not that they motivate me at all. It's the fact that I motivate, like the trajectory where this thing's gonna go is what motivates me, mm-hmm. not them at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that our that our content is eyes and ears above whatever they're doing, even though it may be getting more traction. And I respect what they do, and I do not speak ill of them. But I'm like. Okay, you got your moment. I'll have mine. That is how I look at it. You know, I don't want to look at it from a sense of, you know, man, y'all shit ain't even that. I don't know how y'all got those numbers, man. I I even got it. At the same time, they got them and you don't. They got the numbers you don't. That's the reality of it. Yeah. You know, you, you what needs to motivate you is your trajectory of where you're going to go and how you're going to celebrate once you get there. That's what I use. Yeah, I think it's important also for us to surround ourselves with people who aren't 
displaying those behaviors. 100%. Because we're, you know, me and Eddie, we're in a content space. So right. we're surrounded by musicians and music video directors, comedians, all these things. Right. Um, and if you allow yourself to be surrounded by a bunch of people that, you know, when, when, a, when a comedian comes off stage, they like, oh, you know, I don't know why people's laughing. That wasn't really that funny. Or like a, a another music video drops by somebody else. And then the music video director is like, oh, that's trash. I don't even know why they got so many views. Like we want to surround ourselves by like, yo, that's dope. Um, like <clears throat> I was talking to my boy Pat the other day and he was working on the the, the new Blast music video. And so, so that Blast has like two music, like two go to like music video directors. Mm-hmm. Um, one dude named City James, and then obviously Blue Pair. And City James did um, this music video for this song called Pressure. And um, it's like it's like very cinematic. It has like a it has like a um, Godfather like tone to it, like with mm-hmm. the lighting and stuff. And when uh, Blue seen it, he was like, "Yo, this is fire!" You know what I mean? But in a space where an average person would be like, yo, that's trash. Like, why yeah, is he doing that? It's but, not me. So yeah, yeah, exactly. But objectively he's like, yo, this is dope. And I yeah. can see why you went with this guy right. to do this video. Right. And vice versa. They would, you know, do the same thing. So mm-hmm. that's the type of people that you want to surround yourself with. Yeah. And here's the thing too. If you're in a podcast space and you see another good podcast, I want to fuck with you. I want to yeah. work with you. Yeah. Like straight up. I don't want to be, you know, like, Oh, fuck them. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't talk to them. Fuck that. Yeah, because that's not going to help you. Yeah, I think that, and this is what I can congratulate Drake for. When Drake will see another artist like coming up, like Lil Baby or whoever else, he works with him. Mm-hmm. That's what also has kept Drake relevant is the fact that he could find like Lil Baby was one, uh, Moconan was another one. It was uh, multiple artists. Mm-hmm. He don't do it too much these days. And people, but the crazy part about that, people will say like Drake is riding up and coming rappers' coattails, or he's like yeah. a culture vulture, or whatever yeah. the case may be. It's like. How is that disrespectful? It's you know not, what I mean? You're giving somebody else a bigger, much bigger platform. Right. I, I think it's genius. Because, mm-hmm. like, to be real with you, <clears throat> if I'm Drake and I've been making music and I've been doing my thing and then I see an artist that's getting a little traction, but he ain't really that big and I love his music, I, I come at him like, hey, man, I heard your music. I really want to get you on this track. And then the artists you get at, they like, oh, fuck, this is Drake? Hell yeah. But Drake is benefiting off of you. It's mutually just as much. beneficial. It's a mutually but, beneficial. But the thing is, it's like nobody out here is doing something solely for themselves. 100%. Like, you know, um, for instance, like, like say Pat for Blue, for instance, when he started working with Blast, I think in he told the story on a podcast about him, like, meeting uh, Blast at Joe Maynard's music video. Right, right. But when he started working with him, He's seen that he makes good music, but I think a little bit was like, yo, this dude could blow up. You right. know what I mean? In the back of his mind, obviously he's doing him a favor by shooting a music video for him, right. but he's not only benefiting Blast, he's also getting something out of it. And now it turns into him being able to shoot more and more music videos. Right. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, I just, uh, it just kind of all this conversation, this conversation had to spawned off of mm-hmm. Jordan Lucas. But mm-hmm. I, I just think that what's dope about it is, is like, you, if you realize that you dope and you're not in a position that you want to be in, you just got to stay the course. Look at the person that, you know, you'd be like, yo, that could be me, but be like, yo, I'm going to do it bigger and better. And I'm not going to be jealous of this man because of what he's doing. I'm going to stay the course and keep working. It might take me longer. It could take me 10 years to get to that, that point. Yeah. You got to realize, too, when things don't come as fast as you want to, don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. 
you know, I, I've heard all kinds of podcasts from celebrities that I could objectively say like, yo, there it this it just seems like they don't they're not really passionate about the podcast space. Um, and you know, that they they could get traction off of it, but it's like me and Keith is really, really passionate about this shit. Mm-hmm. And I could say, man, fuck them, man. They just a celebrity. That's why they doing that. But even if I said that, even if there was any merit to it, still doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I could get just as much traction as them once I get my name out there. Yeah. Once people know about Keith and Eddie, I guarantee you that this is how I feel. I feel that if most of society got a chance to listen to Keith and Eddie on the Truckers Mind podcast, they would say those guys get it. Mm-hmm. Because those guys are like me. They're relatable like me. They're humans just like me. They don't try to act better than me or they don't try to act like they're, you know, not human. Yeah. You know, and they could relate to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what you could rely on. Rely on your expertise. Rely on your talent. But don't be jealous of another man. Yeah. And, and kind of to that, that point about like seeing a trajectory, I think that's part of that, that motivation instead of jealousy. Like you could see. There's a lot of people out here and the things doing the things that I want to do at a higher level. And, and a lot of these people I know personally. Right. But I'm not um, I feel no ways about it. Obviously, I have a confidence about myself. But at the same time, I'm like, I know once people get to see what I'm doing or once, like you said, once, once people lay eyes on the content that we're creating, then it's going to be undeniable. And nice. I'm putting the work in too. You know what I mean? We're consistently here every week. Every we're conversate. We're uh, we're conversing, not mm-hmm. conversating. Yeah. Um, I was about to correct you. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we, and we here on you know every Sunday night doing it. So, um, yeah, I don't. I have no ill will towards anyone. A lot of these people that we do appreciate, we have them on our podcast. Hundred percent. So, yeah, hundred percent. And I will say this too. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, the circle, man. If you know anybody, if let's say you're in any type of creative space and you know people that constantly talk about other people, are they trash or they this or they that? Like those people you got to distance yourself from because yeah. you could start to not so much become, you could become a product of who you hang around, but more importantly, that bad energy can rub off on you and you could start saying and doing things out of, uh, out of character. Mm-hmm. And you definitely don't want that. So that's just an extra jewel. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Yep. Anything else? Nope. Switching gears. Um, Drake just came out with a candle just in time for the holidays. So if you want to smell like Drake. Just in time for Hanukkah. Yeah, just in, yeah he is Jewish. <laughs> so this does go with Drake. All right, let's go here. Like, ah, yeah, I'm Jewish. Ah. <laughs> Light the candle. It smell like me. Yeah. All right. Uh, Drake has launched a line of scented candles, including one that smells just like him. So apparently it smells light candid. Um, Drake is <laughs> Drake is unveiling his la- his latest side hustle, a line of scented candles. The rapper Thirty Four uh, will launch Better World Fragrance House, which includes five different scents. The company's website is just a landing page for now, but e-commerce site Revolve uh, Revolve offered early access to the line. Mm-hmm. Carby Musk, uh, one of the five candles, is a smooth musk fragr- fragrance that actually smells just like Drake, according to the candles Revolve page. The $80 item, it also invokes amber, cashmere, suede, and velvet, the description claims, and is a personal fragrance that the Grammy winner wears in his everyday life. Drake began teasing the line on social media back in June uh, in style reports. He posted an Instagram story of the four blue candles with handwritten gold branding and captioned it at Better World Fragrances, available soon. Uh, Kobe Musk 
as well as four other candles, sweeter, sweeter tings, um, Williamsburg sleepover, good thoughts, and Muskoka, forty-eight dollars are all currently sold out. Sweeter tings is an addictive and nostalgic Oriental gourmand fragrance with the sub subtitles subtleties the subtleties of comfort and and goodness according to its descriptive on revolve okay look here man here's my thing um shout out to drake for that um but i don't want to smell like him so uh (laughs) i don't want to smell like a a light-skinned 34 year old man um but yeah i think it's no different than anybody trying to leverage leverage themselves i think it's smart it's just like like patty labelle uh coming out with these patty pies and in um walmart yeah, I think this is no different. And, you know, if if Drake has decided that his candle is worth 80 motherfucking dollars, then then so be it, because a lot of people are buying Supreme and they're buying all this other high end shit and they're spending a lot of money on it. Yeah. So if you can leverage who you are, matter of fact, he already did because the other candles are sold out. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone wants to smell like Drake. Mm-hmm. Drake. <laughs> yeah. So that's my take. I, I think. I think it's smart, man. Yeah. If if I came out with a trucker's mind candles and like you want to smell like Eddie, and then they get a candle and then they smell like Panda Express, I'm then <laughs> they'd be like, "Fuck, man!" <laughs> you know, I did say I wanted to smell like Eddie. <laughs> but there, there, there's that. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Um, uh, I I don't have an opinion, a negative opinion about it. I Not think it's when you when you're famous and your name holds a certain value, Jordan. Yeah, Drake can put his name on a shirt and it'll sell out. Yeah. So for him to not leverage that would be kind of stupid. You know what yeah. I mean? And and to me, he seems like one of those eclectic people anyways. Like he probably lights candles just to yeah. and sips wine or whatever. Um, so, you know, it just, it just and, it, and it's not off brand either. It's some, sometimes people be coming out with stuff like like. Maybe like Soldier Boy with a gaming console. Oh, God, that was embarrassing. It, it's and it didn't really work, and people weren't getting their games. But for Drake to have a candle, that's like that's up his alley. You know, he's oh, like one of those simple. people that be smoking hookah and you know lighting candles and stuff like yeah. that. And then also knowing that you have super fanatic female fans. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I know a girl personally who used to be in Drake's uh, comments like, "Yo, Lord, please just give me give me one chance to meet him. Yeah. Like, I'll bless this. I'll be the best wife ever. Like, all kind of wild statements wild like shit. that. Some tic-tac, she tattooed Drake across her fucking forehead. Yeah, exactly. So it's these are crazy. the type of people that are, they would be more than happy to spend eighty. And then some of, and then there would be a small percentage of like the the comedic friends that would right. be like, you know, they'll just get that for like a funny Christmas present. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, what's, what's crazy, too, is Erica Badu came out with candles, I believe, that smell like her pussy. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. She said it's supposed to smell like her vagina. I don't yeah. want your house, my house smelling like Erica Badu's vagina. I think she's a great artist, but it's supposed to smell like her her scent. Yeah. Whatever that is. My what does it smell good? I don't know. I'm like, hmm. It's like uh, cinnamon raisins. Sweet yeah. pussy, sad. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way. There's no way that your pussy smells like pumpkin spice. This is <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. Ain't no way. Yeah. But you know, imagine this. Like, imagine how much of your vagina do, can you get in each candle? I wonder how they they make the fragrance though. Do they do a little swab or what's the? <laughs> <laughs> she got DNA candles and shit. Jeez, my underwear. What's this? It? Is, and this is literal. Like you guys can Google this. Like she came out with a fragrance that smells like her vagina, and mm-hmm. people buy it. Yeah, 
That's that is just crazy. The name, man. I bet you it probably smells like cocoa butter or some shit. Probably. Yeah. You can. Yeah. I guess. I think what they really do is they say that it's this. It mm-hmm. smells like Drake or it smells like Erica Badu, but they kind of whip up a new fragrance. They right. probably put some, uh, what they call sandalwood and some some other elements in there. Yeah. Mr. Pib. Yeah. <laughs> Some fish, cod <laughs> <high> liver oil. <laughs> you said what? Cod liver oil. Oh my god! <laughs> they probably put a little bit of uh uh. What the fuck do you call that shit? Uh, hush puppies from uh, <laughs> Long John, John Silver's. I'm dead. <laughs> this one we call hush pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's comedy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so the, I, I, for anybody out there, um, we we have to start. Finding out ways to leverage our um, our name. And, you know, this is for people that are trying to be in this content space. But for us, like it wouldn't it wouldn't be that much different for or if slash when we launch merchandise for the podcast. 100%. The only difference is we probably wouldn't be selling candles. That's you know, no. it's not really something we're interested in. Yeah. I don't think you uh, give a fuck about how I smell. Um, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, like you're gonna like this because Eddie smells <clears throat> like this. But it's gonna—I think I'm gonna be freaked out if I—if I ever get that level of mm-hmm. of of you know celebrity where they're like, "What does Eddie smell like?" Yeah, you know, TMZ's writing columns about me. I'm just yeah. walking out. I'm eating a sandwich. Look at Eddie breaking his diet, eating a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> He'd be like, "Man, if you don't leave me the fuck alone, <laughs> dude!" Like this shit is new to me. I was a truck driver, man. I'm not ready for this. Yeah. Like what the fuck is going I on? I couldn't even imagine. If they fuck with Keith, that'll be the most boring. Like they'll be like, Keith, where are you going? He'll be like, I'm to the office. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the election? I'm just going to the office. <laughs> <laughs> what are you having for lunch? Uh baked potato from Wendy's. <laughs> Erica Badu pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Then all of a sudden that dude will come out of nowhere. Jesus Christ had trans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy oh man I ain't heard that guy in a while I hope he's alright <laughs> oh man oh, yeah, I had a cra- I ran into another crazy experience and I wish I knew exactly what was happening but I'll just do a uh, a rendition of it so it was that kind of guy like okay. imagine that guy walking and I'm in LA yeah. uh, it's like Jesus Christ had dreads. Oh my gosh, his dreads were so matted. Hey, how you guys doing? Oh my gosh, Jesus is so crazy. You just have to love him. <laughs> oh man, he broke crazy. character. It's like, he it was, broke. Oh my god, it was like god. a Saturday Night Live skit with somebody break character. Oh man, and then he just acknowledged me, and then he yeah. just kept walking. So this nigga put his mental illness on pause. <laughs> Oh, this nigga put his mental illness on pause. He got a mental illness switch. <laughs> yeah, he said, he's like, Jesus, oh, my. hey, how you doing? Nothing. <laughs> Why is it always about Jesus or God? I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, oh, man. 
I, I, there was a uh, the, the homegirl posted a video. She lives in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And she posted a video in downtown uh, San Diego. And it was some dude that was like yelling. I think mm-hmm. he, he was a mental illness guy. Mm-hmm. And he said something like, he was talking about Jesus Christ, but he talked about getting his dick sucked. Swear. Oh my God. Like, what? Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, she's going to suck my dick. Wait, what? <laughs> and then she was like, and she, she put the subtitle at the bottom. And I was just fucking laughing, like, what the fuck? Oh, oh man, dude. dang, yeah, man, that's funny. You know what's hilarious? Hold on, dude. Because that I, the funny part about that dude is he freaked me out until he acknowledged me. Really? Once I realized he was a, a normal human being, I was like, oh, okay, he's he's just a little bit off. He got yeah. the switch. Okay, let's see. Let's he the, see. He got the mi switch. I gotta see if he still got it. Oh, I think <clears> he's still here. <throat> no, he didn't say. He said, "Bitch, I want some ass tonight. Fuck your boyfriend." Wait hold a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, he's singing. <laughs> That's a melody. Yeah, he said, "Bitch, fuck your boyfriend. I want some ass tonight." <laughs> so he wasn't talking about Jesus Christ, but That's it was just funny. another another uh, case of mental illness. Yeah, they yeah. need a mental illness mixtape. Yeah, yeah, and they pulled up some other fucking videos. I hate that little discovery page that pops up. Mm-hmm. I don't even know those fucking people. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, we can move on from this. Shout out to Drake, uh, and uh, uh, and uh, congratulations on the candle, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. All right, switching gears. Um, don't let anyone dilute your platform. And the reason why this is important is because I can. It, it's like you only get one chance at. I want to say one chance, but you only get so much room in your life to really be transparent and honest with people, right? Like if you're at work and it's a person you don't like at work, you typically kind of hold back because it's your job. You don't want to create a hostile environment. So you try to keep it cool. If it's your wife or your your girlfriend or your your husband or whatever, sometimes you kind of hold back sometimes because you don't want to have an argument. You don't want problems. You know, a lot of times when you're in public, somebody do something disrespectful. You know, you try to let it go because you don't want conflict. But when you get on a podcast or you're doing music or comedy or comedy don't you ever fucking hold back ever i don't give a fuck if somebody say like if your mom come out and she say i don't like those dirty jokes she be telling at the end of the day it doesn't matter what the fuck your mom thinks i'm sorry Mm -hmm. if she doesn't like it she could go somewhere and listen to somebody else and here's another thing right if you if if your parents don't approve of your podcast or your wife doesn't approve of your podcast or whatever think to yourself what kind of music does she listens to like she, she probably likes the weekend, right? You know how many references that he makes about his dick and girls sucking, uh, snorting <clears throat> coke off his dick and all kinds of shit. Yeah. And she likes that, but she gives you a problem. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't have a problem with somebody else being transparent, but she has a problem with you. You cannot allow people to dilute what you're doing because they don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Just don't. Mm-hmm. We have to be politically correct all the time. Like, and it's like, even if you're not a person that's politically correct, you still kind of have to be forced to be because of society. Yeah. You know, you get around little kids and you don't curse because you don't want to say bad words in front of them and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't get on your platform trying to please people. Mm-hmm. That's not going to get you're not relatable at that point. You're just like every fucking body else. Mm-hmm. So I hate to say this. This sounds very messed up. But if somebody has a problem with the way you're doing things in regards to your creative process, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, very true. It, it sucks to say that. Yeah. You could consider it. You might could listen. But no, mm-hmm. just no. Yeah. 
if, if you have input, okay, I'm glad that you gave me input. Maybe that gave me a different way to think about it, but I still can't give a shit because I've dedicated this this whole podcast and this content I'm creating, I've dedicated it. I dedicate myself to being as transparent as possible. Mm-hmm. I can't just make a left turn at that. Yeah. It's not going to work. Yeah. I'm I'm right there with you. Um and you can you can you can hear it in people's tones. Right. When they're um treading lightly on certain subject exactly. matters like oh my <clears throat> my wife is going to hear this or my mom might listen to this so I'm not going to um I mean and you 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 were communicating with somebody and they told you something similar to that I believe. They were saying uh they were they were saying they weren't speaking about certain things cuz they they had a wife or something like that. Didn't you say that? Uh, yeah, something to that to that nature. Well, you can kind of get an idea. Yeah, of what yeah, was going yeah. On. But but for me, um, <clears throat> for me, I am in a relationship, but I feel like this is like freedom in a sense, right, and it's right. important to to be transparent because mm-hmm. the 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 um the relationship podcast or the the podcaster that's in a relationship and their uh, their relationship is flourishing is low key boring. Yeah, you know it's very I mean? fucking boring because yeah. you're not telling the truth about everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, we had dinner today and, you know, everything was peaches and cream. But, like, if you're dismissing a whole portion of your life and a lot of our podcast is about our history, you know what I mean? Like, in reality, I probably shouldn't have told that story about me, you know, about the girl get, catching an STD or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I was one of those people that was like, oh, right. you know, like my girlfriend is going to be listening but for me, it's like, well, you just deal with it when you get home. Yeah. <laughs> you deal with it when you get home. These listeners got to listen. Deal with that STD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You talk. There's all these politically correct marital advice podcasts that talk about how to please your husband, how to please your wife, and how you guys can live in harmony. Fuck all that. There needs to be a real podcast. With the guy that's like, you know what? Today I called my wife a bitch and she almost left me. <laughs> right? That'd be the craziest right? one. It, it would be people would tune into that podcast because they know that that's what really fucking happens. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. hey, if a woman comes up and says, hey, look, you know, I busted my husband, almost about to fuck this chick in our house. We're going through a divorce. You know, things and things like that grab people. What if, yeah. What if there was a podcast that that went through the whole trajectory of a relationship. That oh, would be crazy. Be like nuts. the beginning of it. Like like they meet off of Tinder or whatever. Right. And they they kind of link up and they got similar personalities. They like the same movies. Right. And they're like, hey, we should start a podcast. And they start the podcast mm-hmm. and then it they start learning more about each other. Right. Then you realize she got a train ran on her. You was oh. like, God dang. Then you realize you caught an STD back in the day and you got to go to the clinic oh. and get the little, you know, antibiotics. And then <laughs> more and more information come out. Then you realize like then, she slept with your best friend right. back in the day. And, and then the podcast ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. Yeah, man. I'm t- telling you if you do a podcast and you're really transparent there's gonna be a whole bunch of shit that leaks out mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of shit mm-hmm. and then i remember um I, I was and it's it's i don't know i just think what it is is when when you get a reputation for being that type of person that really doesn't hold back too much i remember this chick told me like sorry are you gonna talk about me on the podcast are you that happened t- are you a few gonna, times are you gonna yeah. talk about me i'm like no mm-hmm. like why she's like i'm just asking 
Because she low-key wanted you to. I don't know. She, she wanted to be that ambiguous girl. Like, yeah, I'm the one that gave him head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah. And also, it's probably some people that think, like, he's talking about me. Like, mm-hmm. you're not that important. Yeah. So, yeah. More than likely, whatever story. Unless you got an STD. Oh, fuck no. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You know what would be crazy? Imagine if, like, the health department or whatever it was, like, when people, like, imagine if a chick posted, like, a selfie and then, like, the health department flagged it and put, like, high STD Dang. risk. You're like, if, you ma- got to wear that as a badge? No. You know what they should do? What if somebody had an STD and they just blocked all your social accounts off? So you couldn't. What so, if you had to do an STD test before you hop on, like, Tinder or Bumble? Oh, that would be better. That would be great. So now y'all could have sex with no condoms. Yeah. No, but- <laughs> that would be amazing. Yo, real talk. I think what should happen is what should be a part of these platforms is if you do use like this should be honest. Let's just be completely fucking honest right here. Mm-hmm. Right. This is why I got off of Tinder and all these other bullshit apps because yeah. I could not see a long term situation from being on it. Yeah. I just couldn't see it. I couldn't. Yeah. I'm not saying this doesn't happen, but oftentimes your chances of fucking are way higher than finding someone decent. Yeah. That's what you're on there. For. They should just change the name of Tinder and Bumble and all of them to fucking. That's mm-hmm. what to be the name. It should be the name of all these shits. <laughs> it is convenient. Fuck buddies. It's all the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, if you were on any of these platforms and you had a uh you know a, a a health scan right and you posted a current health st- health scan and and let's say in your bio you had like um uh what is it what is, what is the relationship or what they're looking for a friend or something casual mm-hmm. if you got something casual and they got something casual and they got a health scan and you got a health scan and y'all matched up and then you picked the place y'all was gonna meet and then y'all hooked up it'd be a little careful even if you use condoms it'd be a better uh, uh, be a you have a, a more of a, pe- a peace of mind. You'd be at ease, yeah. You'd be at ease. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh, as a woman, a woman having sex, you'd be like, okay, he has a clean dick. This is gonna be good, mm-hmm. right? It li- <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You won't have to use a what is that like the the dental dam? The what? You never heard of the dental dam? What the fuck is it? what? It's uh, like I don't know if it's called a. Di- I think it is called a dental dam, but it's like a almost like a condom for the vagina. Oh, like you can eat a girl out without actually like physically touching nah her. man i can't i gotta eat that i gotta eat naked pussy man. I, can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't i can't do that i gotta That's build weird. rapport before i go down on women though i can't just be like hey my name's eddie That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. hey how you doing <laughs> that's funny hey, i guarantee you there's guys that do that shit on the first, they'll meet a girl. Time. They'll meet a girl at Club Bricks and eat her pussy the same That's night. Sweaty and all, so nasty. She's yeah. been dancing all night, playing, dancing the salsa music and shit. Yeah, and you take her back there and you just eating that. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, that place is nasty. But um, I don't know how we got there. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you, you can't allow people to infiltrate your platform and make <clears throat> you dilute it because I know some people who have started podcasts before. And they're like, yeah, man, I just had to, I couldn't do it. You know, you know, my girl, you know, she'd be tripping if I did this or, you know, uh, certain family members are giving me problems. I'm thinking like, dude, none of them do your podcast. You do it. Yeah. You grown. You're a grown man, dude. Stop. 
Anybody gonna tell me what to say or what not to say on my platform? Mm-mm, not at all. If imagine, my thing is this: if I if I get into a decent relationship and I care about her and all of that, and she's like Eddie, like the stuff you just be doing, like I can't. I'm like, look, if you're gonna leave me over what I say on a podcast, you better off just just pack your bags and get the fuck on, because I'm not gonna change what I'm doing. In reality, you don't have to listen either. Mm-mm. Yeah, right. You don't have to listen. Yeah. But then here's the thing: you gotta realize, go ahead. I'm sorry not to cut you off, go but ahead. I was talking to. Um, Brian Hook's mom, huh? uh, Mrs. Hook, she was my third grade teacher, and I, I gave her a call a couple weeks ago. It was like right before Thanksgiving, um, and uh, I was chopping it up with her. I was like, "Yeah, you know, I caught your son at the at the comedy show, and you know, I took a picture with him and stuff like that." And she was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I don't go to my son's comedy shows, mm-hmm. but exact that's exactly right. I know she loves yeah. her son to death, but she's not mm-hmm. going to put herself in a position to where she's, you know, she's." seeing him talking about women and sex and stuff like that you know that's her son she don't want to see all that yeah yeah i just think what you have to be careful to you have to keep the same energy because let's say for example i don't go to my son so and so if you say that that's fine but don't be the person that says that but you also listen to prince or you also listen to the weekend because mm-hmm. you have no problem with them mm-hmm. getting their shit off and saying nasty crazy shit but then you have a problem. But it might be it might just it might not be the 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 uh the sexual stuff. It might just be her the context the con- of having her son uh, in those positions. I, and I don't know for sure, but 100%. Know not, yeah, cuz you know Dave Chappelle's grandmother goes to his shows. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. She's always sitting in the audience. And the thing about it is this. I think at the end of the day the people who are scrutinizing you the most or want you to 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 dilute your content they would respect you more if you said the shit you really wanted to say and then people was hopping popping at you like hey man i love what you said about that man i have that same problem with my wife or man you know you were right about this man and i love you guys if you actually were being your true self the people who say that, oh, I don't like what you say, they will respect you a lot more. Before I became a truck driver, most people in my family was like, man, you shouldn't do that. That's dangerous. You could kill yourself. And I still did it. And guess what? God damn it. They respect me because I didn't yeah. listen to none of them. You know, it'd be the, the best thing is if because what happens with a lot of like cheaters mm-hmm. is they like they try to bring psychology into it oh my god here we if go there was a man that just came out and be like i i just wanted some side pussy that's, that's all it, I wanted. that's all it is yeah, that's all i wanted and that's... there ain't no it ain't nothing to do with my mom or my dad right. or trauma or whatever i just wanted a little pussy on the side oh and my I handled god my business and now i gotta live with the results oh my god that's a that's a perfect example keith so many men and women die and they have this this psychological explanation for why they cheated on their spouse like mm-hmm. it'll be a woman like I'd have a great relationship with my dad and like you know just seeing that and then I just was really insecure like no you wanted to f- that none of that at the end of the day another man stuck his dick in you and you cheated on your fucking husband you yeah. just wanted to fuck just the, admit the, it just the admit same it. thing like no one goes to like you know they have like these reality or right. these documentaries but no one really goes to a murder and was like yo so what what drew you to kill this person like, you know, it's like you a murderer. Yeah, you're you're in a mur- prison. <laughs> nobody care. Your name is C Murder. <laughs> oh God. No, I'm I'm yeah, but like the thing about it, man, is um, it it just I don't know. It, it's if you just were if you just owned up to it as a man and you said, you know what, 
I just wanted some pussy. That's why mm-hmm. I cheated on my wife. That yeah. chick was hot. She looked better than my wife. She had a sexy body. Mm-hmm. She'd been turning me on for a few months, and I had to. I just couldn't control myself, and I had sex. <laughs> she was it, wearing those tight skirts to work. She's wearing those leggings every day, going to the gym at <laughs> five in the morning. She types really fast. And she, yeah, she knows how to twerk, <laughs> and I just couldn't handle it. And yeah. that if people just fucking were transparent and owned up to it. Yeah. But people don't. It always had to be something. Here's the worst one. When when let's say, for example, a guy, a man cheats and he's like, oh, babe, I'm so sorry. I made a mistake. I, it's a mistake. It's not a mistake. You had to get a hard dick to fuck her. You fucking asshole. It took a lot of planning. It took a lot of planning. You waited till your wife went to work and you <laughs> waited till she was with her friends or when yeah. she went out of town. You had to go buy condoms. You had to go buy condoms. This yeah. was all thought out, man. Mm-hmm. You've been thinking about it and you had to get a hard <laughs> dick. So you probably went to go buy Viagra. Ah. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. All I know is is people are full of shit. Yeah. And as long as people as long as people are full of shit, it's always considered the norm. Mm-hmm. The average person is not going. How many people have you ever heard that really admitted to that? Nobody. The, who is the biggest cheaters of of the in recent years? Maybe like Jay Z. Yeah, right. Charlemagne. He Fucking constantly Jada speaks Pinkett. about uh, Jada Pinkett. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely one of them. Um, I can't think of, but the, those three in particular all brought psychology into the. Cheating. That's annoying though, Charlemagne. Charlemagne says I had an ego. Jay Z yeah. said. I think Jay Z says something similar about his ego, yeah. about I don't know something. And Jada Pinkett, Jada Pinkett said she was trying to help someone. Or, it's like, yeah, you helped him. You sucked his fucking dick. Yeah, right. Helped you, him come. You helped yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 what's crazy too is I feel like when people use psychology <laughs> and say, oh, I had an ego problem or I was insecure. I've always had these problems since I was a kid. It's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I say it's all bullshit. And I got love for Charlamagne. I got love for all the people that I'm talking about. Um, it's just, to me, I feel like when you use a psychological explanation for why you cheated, it's almost like pleading insanity to a murder. Yeah. It's like pleading insanity to the pussy. Motherfucker, you knew what you were doing. Yeah. I feel like it's ridding yourself of, uh, real, um, fault, I guess. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or knew, blame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what you knew what the fuck you were doing. Mm-hmm. I think this this is all kind of ties into what we're saying because you're actually diluting what you did yeah. by using mental health in that. Yeah. When it's like actually your mental health was actually really good. Mm-hmm. You had to use so much mind power to make sure your wife was out of town when you were getting pussy. You had to use so much mind power to, oh, I forgot condoms. Let me get those condoms from Walgreens. Mm-hmm. You know, you knew what exactly what the fuck you were doing. Your mental health was exactly fine. This is the and and, pe- that, and honestly, that's not even good for your mental health. No, that's stressful. Yeah, you, you got to keep that secret. Yeah, man, dog. The look. I don't want to beat beat this over the head, but what makes you more it makes you more valuable as a man when you don't cheat because I could be sitting back relaxing, chilling, chilling, huh? not stressing, not at stress all. out on nothing, mm-hmm. not at all. Because I'm not I'm not even worried about pussy, man. I'm not tripping. I'm chilling. Yeah. Like if if your girls like uh, uh, these girls keep bothering, be like hmm, I ain't doing nothing with them. Yeah. I ain't doing nothing with them. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got a guilty conscience. Yeah. But if you hiding condoms. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like whose condoms are these? That's a used condom in your yeah. bed. Like, no, you know, it'll be funny. What if a chick is like, whose fucking condoms is these? I'll be like, they ain't mine. Is them yours? <laughs> Who the fuck you cheating with? <laughs> she would try to flip the blame yeah, on you. Yeah, it's like who the fuck did this? 
So I don't even use condoms no more. Imagine if, imagine this. Imagine if you, you know you sitting there and your girl accuses you like, who the fuck is you cheating with? And then you, let's say you got a little dick, and then she got a magnum. Like, who is this dick? Extra large. Like, that ain't mine. <laughs> I can't fit that. That's a gold wrapper. <laughs> that's like that's like a soldier boy outfit on me. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, you, said, and, you said the uh, you said baggy a baggy condom. You said something on an old podcast that had me rolling. Oh, oh you said no! Something about a baggy. No, condom. it was about a used. It was about uh, in Vietnam. They were taking used condoms for uh-huh. resale illegally. Yeah, and like imagine if you know you you got a used condom and the person before you had a fat dick. <laughs> And they got a fat dick, and your dick ain't got you ain't got enough dick to put the condom on, and now it's baggy. And you said something like, "Oh, you got to put a belt on your condom." <laughs> oh, that's comedy. That's hilarious, man. Yeah, oh, that's funny stuff. Yeah, uh, but in, in a nutshell, man, um, just maintain your integrity and don't let people influence how you control your platform. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. All right, switching gears. Oh, Barack Obama and previous presidents will be taking the vaccine to uh, give people confidence to take it. Let me go ahead and pull that article up. Oh, shit. Hold on. Uh, All right. Here it is. All right. Um, Former presidents Obama, Bush and Clinton volunteered to get coronavirus vaccine publicly to prove it's safe. All right. Former presidents Barack Obama, George W. Bush and Bill Clinton are volunteering to get their COVID-19 vaccines on camera to promote public confidence in the vaccine safety once the U.S. Food and Drug Administration authorizes one. The three most recent former presidents hope and awareness campaign to promote confidence in its safety and effectiveness would be a powerful message as American public health health officials try to convince the public to take the vaccine. Freddie Ford. Uh, Bush's chief of staff told CNN that the 43rd president had reached out to Dr. Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease and the nation's top infectious disease expert and Deborah Burks, the White House coronavirus response coordinator to see how he could help promote the vaccine. A few weeks ago, President Bush asked me, President Bush asked me to let Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks know that. When this when the time is right, he wants to be he wants to do what he can to encourage the fellow citizens citizens to get vaccinated. All right. Um, When I heard that Barack Obama and all these other presidents were going to get the vaccine, it immediately took me back to um, uh, Dr. Seuss, green eggs and ham and (laughs) how much he was getting bothered to eat green eggs and ham. And he says, I will not eat green eggs with you in a box. I will not eat green eggs and ham with you with the fox. Not here nor there. Not anywhere. Mm-hmm. I will not eat green eggs and ham with you. And I thought about that. Mm-hmm. Now I thought about the vaccine. Like I will not have a green eggs and vaccine with you. I will <laughs> not eat it in a box. <laughs> not with a fox. Not here nor there. Not anywhere. I will not have green eggs and vaccine with you. Not without. Not with Doctor Fauci. Not with Doctor Fauci. Not 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 with Doctor Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, not, not in a box. Not, not, not on Fox News. <laughs> not on CNN. Not in anywhere. <laughs> yeah, hey. I think uh, I feel like vaccines is overrated. Anyways, yeah, like right. I, I've heard too many horror stories about people getting, especially like the flu stuff. 
getting that vaccine and then they get sick and then they just feel worse than they did beforehand. You know yeah. what I mean? So and I feel like, I guess for some people like that, those high at risk people, it may actually do something for you. Like those people with asthma and mm-hmm. underlying health conditions, that's probably better for you, but then you're still getting the, the virus. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Small amounts of the mm-hmm. virus in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. A, a vaccine, all of all a vaccine is, is just basically introducing the virus to you. So if it w- is to hit you, then you could, your immune system can fight it off. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I got some, got some news for you guys. All right. Did you know that your immune system is involved the whole time? Did you know that if you don't take the vaccine, your immune system has to fight it? And if you do get the vaccine, your, your immune, immune system, system has, has to, to fight, fight it. it. So why the fuck would you get a vaccine? I don't know. It's, a, it's like good marketing. It's yeah, like good. a Drake candle. Yeah. It's like, is this a Supreme vaccine? <laughs> a Supreme vaccine. Is this, is this Drake's line of vaccine? <laughs> this is the Jordan vaccine. Vaccine tings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take this shit, man. I don't even get flu shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, no. man. I just rely on my old-fashioned... Uh, uh, immune system. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the guy like, first of all, I know COVID is real. I don't want to crack too many jokes on that, that it has killed people, right? But overall, I feel like I stand a pretty good chance of beating it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those chances don't increase or decrease because of the vaccine. Yeah. I just personally think that they're going to release the vaccine. Here's the deal. They're going to release the vaccine, in my opinion, in about February. This is my opinion. And I want to come back to this podcast and hopefully I'm right. I say in February, maybe in February or a little bit longer than March, around March, April or March. I'm going to say April or March of next year, they will have a vaccine, mm-hmm. right? And they're releasing the vaccine so they can open everything up, mm-hmm. right? So this would allow society to get back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it ain't normal. It doesn't mean the coronavirus is going to go away. People are just going to have more assurance. They're going to start reopening things. And then you're going to start seeing the numbers go down and then we're going to be back to normal, right? But I'm still not taking the fucking vaccine. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm yeah. not. I'm just not, you I'm know. Be right at that concert or the basketball game yeah. or whatever with I, the requirements to get in the building I'm and no be, vaccine. I'm going to be you motherfuckers. You better not make me take this goddamn vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, like if you want to watch Childish Gambino, you got to be vaccinated. Ah. Like you motherfuckers. Yeah. Guess I ain't going to that concert. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's crazy. Keep. You know what? Let's do a recap. Um, that was a a really beautiful experience we had when we went to that concert. Mm-hmm. That was in, that was two years two, ago now. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, because it's December. That was in December. Mm-hmm. That's been two years now, man. What 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 time what time of the month was it? Do you know? uh, it was somewhere in the teens, I, right, if right I'm there. not mistaken. Maybe like, like probably fourteen or something. Yeah, so we're probably only a few days away from mm-hmm. two years ago. That's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah, That's, I'm sure I'll get a uh, like the Google Photos. It sends uh, you like a, pop an up. alert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My God, that's too. Fu- that's how crazy how fast time goes, mm-hmm. and how long we've been doing this podcast, man. Almost three years now. Fuck, three years in April, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's crazy. It'll be three years, dude. That's crazy. I'm still broke. <laughs> <laughs> we broke, 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 broke. We, we ain't got, got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I. It's a trip, dude. I, I just personally don't. I can't say I don't believe in it. I don't want to sound like some uh, far right uh, delusional conservative guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but I, I don't believe in seeing former presidents take a vaccine like that's going to sell me like, no, 
Yeah, I, don't, I mean, Barack is cool. I'll buy you a book and stuff like yeah. that, but I'm not taking a vaccine because he's taking a vaccine. Yeah, I mean, we don't know what's in that fucking needle anyways. Yeah. They might have, like, they might be shooting vitamins in them. Yeah. They might have little broke down Flintstone vitamins I'm in dead. Sh- <laughs> you know, they're shooting it in there. Crack, crunched up the vitamins. Yeah, they're taking some, they just taking, all they taking is some vitamin C. <laughs> you know, Barack's like, oh, yeah, this is, this is, uh, 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 this is a good, this is a good vaccine, man. Well, yeah. It's a good vaccine. <laughs> that's funny yeah i think i think we got to chill with the i think the the sucky part about it is you don't know how um honest people are being because it's politics at right. the end of the day yeah. joe biden's um trying to get his approval ratings up and right, right. you know he's obviously coming off of a president who showed a lack of concern towards the coronavirus 100 percent. so he's trying to you know basically flip everything that that donald trump did so i'm just like I don't know what's real or not, but I know for me, and I, I can't speak for anybody else, but I'm not taking no vaccine. No, I, I just, I don't know what the benefits are. Yeah. Like, I think if a vaccine, and I mean, there has been benefits from vaccines, though, from a historical context. You know, um, certain, was it like a- Polio polios. and all that stuff. Yeah. People were just deathly, deathly ill. But I would imagine even in those times, there was probably, um, but- there's a lot of stuff that we have to take in order to go to school. Right. Like tuberculosis shots and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Imagine if you got one of them old ass viruses out of nowhere. Yeah, some yeah. But that's the thing, like they give you a lot of those shots when you an infant. So it's just out of the But if you one of those people like maybe you like super liberal and you're like, I don't want my child having any sort of shots. Then your 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 child just be dead. It's some people that like they have this is super crazy. Like I don't want kids have my kids having no shots. I don't want my kids being circumcised. I don't want my kids being. And it's like, yo, that's parents really be doing that. Mm-hmm. I guess supposedly there's a lot of a harm to being circumcised. Did you know that? I'm grown now, so. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about when you're a baby. Man. That's what I'm saying. But I'm grown now, and I'm I appreciate glad. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I got circumcised because, man, yeah, ain't nothing worse. Can you imagine like the horror stories women have? Yeah, you pull out a dick with all that extra meat on it. Mm-hmm. It looked like a fucking turtle in the shell coming uh, out. You got a teenage uh, mutant ninja turtle dick. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. But it's so many people that are against all of that shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't want to beat it beat it over the head. Um, take the vaccine at your own risk. Um, I don't. I personally am not going to do it. Hopefully, I don't turn into one of those fucking creatures off I'm Legend. <laughs> um, but if I do, I'm still not taking the vaccine. <laughs> so, but yeah, man. There's that. Uh, shout out to Obama and all of them for doing that. I guess mm-hmm. they're trying to do a good thing, so I'm not going to shit on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'll just uh, be I'll be going to Panda Express um, <laughs> and building my immune system. <laughs> All right, switching gears. Um, recently, the MMA fighter uh, Colby Covington is attacking LeBron James in the, in the news. I guess he had seen the recent fight between um, Nate Robinson and um, Jake Jake Paul. Let me see here, and he sounded off about this recently. Okay, Colby Covington Covington addresses delusional fools who don't think he'd KO LeBron James. Uh, one time UFC welterweight uh, title challenger Kobe Covington has addressed the delusional fools who don't think he can beat NBA superstar LeBron James in an MMA fight. Co- Covington restarted uh, what has become the most unlikely beef of 2020 back up 
back up earlier this week. Chaos addressed former NBA player Nate Robinson getting knocked out by YouTuber Jake Paul on an undercard of Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Covington addressed the same fate awaits James while taking a dig at the entire NBA roster. He wrote, heard they finally scraped Nate Robinson's carcass off the uh, floor. I'd make King James eat canvas in half the amount of time. Everyone knows current NBA players are softest, most privileged athletes on the planet. Uh, uh, and it says Tyson Jones facts or whatever. Covington has since taken the, inst- taken the Instagram to again publicize his quotes on Nate Robinson and mock people who don't believe he'd do some serious damage to James. Some people who doubt this wear mask in the car by themselves and believe in lifelong political slime. China Joe set the record for all time votes when he couldn't even get a dozen people to show up to the parking lot. Delusional fools. This is a sad thing. I think when you're so politically tied to a party, whether you're liberal, like whether you're liberal or conservative, it's just sad. Mm-hmm. Like this guy is a super Trump supporter, which is fine. But at the same time, when you got your mouth on another grown man's dick the whole time, you need to grow up. Yeah. You. Th- what I don't like about uh, Colby Covington is you need to mind the business that minds you. Do you think LeBron gives a fuck about you, dude? He don't even know who you are. Yeah, you fucking slime ball. LeBron mm-hmm. James has a school. Yeah. He's doing something besides running his mouth. Mm-hmm. So even if he said some undesirable things, if you don't like what he said about the president, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But LeBron is actually doing good in the world. What the fuck are you doing besides running your mouth? Yeah. What are you doing? That's the best the best thing Kobe Covington is good at is running his mouth. Actually, he is a good fighter. Mm-hmm. Kobe Covington is a good fighter. But this motherfucker is attacking someone that doesn't even know you exist. Mm-hmm. Could you beat up LeBron James? I would assume you would. Yeah, professional. You're a professional fighter. fighter, you fucking idiot. Like you won't be him in basketball though. Yeah, of course. Exactly. So if you go on a basketball <coughs> court, he's gonna dunk on you and make you look stupid. If he goes doing MMA, you'll beat his ass. Mm-hmm. So I don't look the thing about it is it's just ridiculous. It's the same way about with Nate Robinson. When Nate Robinson thought him being an athlete was enough to beat Jake Paul. Yeah, and Jake Paul tripping. Jake Paul actually trains. Yeah. He actually trains. By the way, they set up a new fight with uh, fucking Floyd Mayweather and Jake Paul. This is the most disgusting yeah, bullshit. God, some money, grab. some money grab in a fucking yeah. popularity contest. This is just like it's so disgusting that Floyd did this shit. Mm-hmm. Jake Paul, really? Yeah. I know motherfuckers in Bakersfield that are knock Jake Paul the fuck out. Yeah, been fighting for years. They knock him out. Jake Paul is a very good beginner. He really is. Mm-hmm. He has good skills. But he's not a professional fighter. He would get fucked up, mm-hmm. right? Um, and but the thing about it is, you look really good as a fighter when you've got somebody like Nate Robinson that can't fight at all. Yeah, like come on, man. But I I hear that, um, and we don't want to stray too far away from the no, topic. 100%. But he's heavy handed, man. He is. You know, a lot of people said the same thing about Deontay Wilder. Yeah, like he Deontay Wilder is an average boxer, but. He got the great equalizer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But um, as far as Covington goes, it's kind of one of those things. Like, I think the most (laughs) disrespectful thing LeBron can do is not say anything. Yeah. Even if he's asked about it in the media, you just be like, next question. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are always, when you're LeBron James or you're whoever the president or whoever, you just there's people that are constantly going to be saying shit about you. Mm-hmm. If you acknowledge all of it, you will go crazy. You have to get in the space where you just block motherfuckers out. Yeah. LeBron James is probably sitting somewhere chilling with his wife and kids watching a movie. And this guy, Kobe Covington, is 
throwing shots at him online. He's barking up the tree. Yo, if you are paying attention to a man and he's not paying attention to you, that should tell you about yourself. You gotta be a loser. You gotta be a loser yeah. to do that. Pay a pay. Look, man, you have to mind the business that minds you. Yeah. I mean, I can't make it any more straightforward than that, man. There's some fighters in his weight class that he needs to worry about. Right. Yeah. Not LeBron James, who's not even a fighter. That, not at all. Could you imagine, like... That's ridiculous. Just calling... I mean, for you, you're like, hey, let's have a, a skills challenge in a truck, you know, with somebody that has never been in a truck before. Right. It's just like, that's not even now, a thing to brag about. That's like somebody making a diss track about me in our podcast, mm-hmm. and I don't rap. I yeah. can't even fucking respond to you, you dipshit. Yeah. yeah. It's like when they were, when they would attack certain, like, people throwing shots at, like, Charlemagne and, you know, certain yeah. people. It's like, these aren't even rappers. They're not going to respond to you. It's like, dude, I don't rap, man. You fucking loser. Mm-hmm. Do you feel better? Look, you're the... You win if I respond to you. Yeah. You're so beneath me. If I'm LeBron James, you're so beneath me that if I respond to you, I've given you legitimacy. Yeah. You want to fight me for no other reason. Mm -hmm. Me and you have never had any words, no drama, no nothing. Yeah. You're just such a sack of trash that you want to attack me in the the news. Mm -hmm. If you don't like me, that's cool. But the fact that you keep on making these statements about me, it shows who has the problem and who doesn't. Yeah. You're a fucking loser when you do this. Mm-hmm. Fellas, don't think that this is okay. Like, yeah, I got Covington. He'll beat him up. Of course, Kobe Covington will beat him up because he's a fucking professional fighter. Yeah. And But here's the thing is, this guy, this guy is so dumb, Kobe Covington. He's so dumb that he really thinks that LeBron is going to be like Nate Robinson. Yeah. Nate Robinson was dumb in the fact that he, he got went in. went and stepped in the ring. Stepped in the ring yeah. with somebody. You think LeBron is that dumb? But also, LeBron, you know, it, if it was like a even playing field where mm-hmm. both of these people can come in and, you know, train and Co- Covington had never trained before. Right. Obviously, that's the scenario. That's not a realistic scenario. But right. LeBron is a, a physical specimen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just strong by, you know, strong standards. You right. know what I mean? And that's proven on the basketball court every day. So this the weight class and the height difference it, it would it would get ugly for him if lebron was even a decent if a he's decent a, fighter if he's a decent boxer you just got all you got to do is keep him away and just hit him in the fucking jaw if if uh, lebron was like jake paul like it'd be over it'd be, over, it'd be bad it'd yeah. be it'd be ugly cuz first of all kobe kobe covington is extremely skilled in the fact that ground game all, everything martial mm. arts he's got all of it but the problem is is a lot of these mma guys they don't have great defense standing up yeah you know because they're not oh, their striking game is not that great. It's not the striking game ain't all that. Some have got good strike game, but you got a good strike game for an MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. But you get a boxer in there. You see here. You see what Clarissa Shields is doing right now. Mm. Clarissa Shields is going MMA, and she is looking kind of dangerous. Really? Uh huh. She's looking pretty dangerous. You know what? Charlemagne made a great point on his last last podcast. He said Jay Paul should fight Clarissa Shields. I don't know. I don't know how that would work in Bro, this. Bro, I'm telling like you right now. Sound. I'm telling you. I don't want to sound like I'm being a Jake Paul hater because yeah. he got a hard. He got definitely got a hard punch. Mm-hmm. Clarissa Shields got motherfucking skills, dude. Mm-hmm. Serious skills. Mm-hmm. And if you want to talk about equality, let him get in there and fight. Fuck it. I guarantee you. Even if Jake Paul knock her down, she gonna be fucking his ass up. She got yeah. ser- Clarissa. She's a real boxer. She a real boxer, bro. Like. She said it too. She said she'll beat him up. Oh, she said that. Yeah. 
That's the fight that we want to see. That's a lot of. I met this other girl named uh, Raquel Miller uh-huh. from the Bay Area, and yeah. she legit. Like yeah, bro. Don't be thinking you like want a physical, a physical. Bro, don't be so. thinking that these women is bad women, bro. Mm-hmm. Don't be thinking that Holly Holmes won't fuck you up. Yeah, Holly Holmes was a boxer, bro. Could you imagine like a dr- being a drunk and like smacking one of them girls on the booty? Oh or something my god, like they would fuck you over up for bad, you. dude. Yeah. They will fuck you up and put you in a hospital. Like, bing, 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 bing. Amanda Nunes, these man, these are not regular. Just like oh, a cute woman, yeah. dude. They will kick you so motherfucking hard, you have a brain injury. <laughs> Like I remember, yeah. um, uh, they showed Holly Holm hitting the bag, and she was hit. That motherfucker was going, sh- boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, and she's only Holly Holm can't be no more than like and like one fifty something, one forty something, mm-hmm. but then punches was just smacking that bag, bow, bow. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, that technique. Yeah, you as a man, if you're just an average Joe Blow, and yeah. you try to stand with any of these women, they will fuck you up. Yeah, for sure. Bad. Yeah, real bad. That's not even fair. No, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. This is the crazy thing, and some men are so dumb they'll be like, "Yeah, uh, I ain't getting beat up night by no woman, man." Yeah, dog. This is not a regular. <laughs> this is not a regular person. Yeah, you talking about? I would like to see that though. I would like to see Clarissa Shields and Jake Paul. I don't want to see no man and a woman fight. I do. In this case. You beat look. You beat up. You beat up Nate Robinson. Beat up another pro fighter that got way more experience than you. Mm-hmm. Just an exhibition. It ain't got to be nothing crazy. Just let them spar and see what happens. Yeah, I'm. T- you know what I'm saying. I'm not talking about no malicious punches, no big knockouts. Let's just watch it. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, Clarissa Seals has just got too much skills for this guy. Yeah, but I think he, it's coming though. He's only had two fights. Yeah, he only had two fights, and I don't know if. And, and the but thing, even even mm-hmm. if you are a. <clears throat> A uh, like an up and coming boxer. There's no in no scenario ever are you fighting Clarissa Shields Fuck your third no. fight. Fuck no, yeah. not at all. That's that. I mean, that's what kind of annoys me. But I'm like, yo, if you keep picking these dudes that aren't great fighters, you got Floyd Mayweather. This shit is just so rigged. That's this the other popular. brother, huh? That's the other brother. What? That's fighting Floyd. Oh, uh, is, is Jake Logan. Paul in, Logan's fighting him? Jake is the one that fought Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson, right? yeah. yeah. So Logan fighting. is fighting Floyd. Oh, God. Jake is way too heavy to fight Floyd. He's oh. like, he like 189 or something. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Crazy. If they get a, if they get some, they're going to get a boxer that doesn't give a fuck. It's going to fuck them up. <laughs> yeah, don't. Like, if you get Floyd, Floyd picks his fights and it's, all, it's always going to be some nonsense. Mm-hmm. You get, like, somebody that doesn't care. I tell you right now, and I don't have to. Anybody that knows boxing, I don't have to explain this. There's somebody that um, is kind of on the cusp of being a pro fighter that's got years of experience mm. that will beat Jake Paul to a pump to a pulp. Like I think bad. a guy like uh, Chad Johnson. He's a person I've been dabbling in the boxing. Oh yeah, he stuff. has. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yep, Chad. Hey, you know what? I just thought of it right now. Perfect fight. Jake Paul and Fifty Cent. 50 yeah. Cent beat his motherfucking ass. You know he was a Golden Gloves fighter. Yeah. He really could fight fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get 50 Cent and Jake Paul, and I'm pretty sure 50 Cent be like, yeah, man, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see him doing that. Yeah, who knows? I just don't see. He's just too big he's of a too big of a celebrity. I don't know. He's still got beef with Ja Rule. He's still Yeah, that'd be a dope fight. Yeah, it would be real fun. It'd be funny. But he he'd be, he'd knock the shit out of Paul because Paul don't got that experience. It it would have to be somebody that need the need the shine or need the money, like yeah. somebody that's kind of on the outs or they just they man, last album flopped or something. Man, let a, let an average Joe fight one of these motherfuckers. I fight Mike Tyson. Fuck it, just give me at least a year of training and then 
And huh? Now I'm just. Yeah, I, I fight them. Just I mean, hopefully I don't die. But just let. <laughs> they should do like a last, like how how long can you last type of thing. Yeah. yeah. First of all, I would kiss Mike's ass before the five star. Hey man, yeah. I've always respected you, man. I'm a huge fan, man. I'm a huge fan. Mike Tyson, like I'm gonna fucking. Robin Givens was wrong. Like I'm gonna fucking kill him. I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna beat his fucking ass. And I'll be like, I've always respected you, Mike. You know, I've always had love for you, man. You've been an OG. I'm gonna fucking kill you, man. I'm like, all right, man. God bless you, man. <laughs> you give me a couple hundred grand, a thousand. A, 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 a couple hundred grand ain't enough to get killed by Mike, though, man. He punch hard, bro. He punch hard, yeah. bro. And then here's the thing is, is I'll be the type of guy that I want to hit him, man. Fuck that. Yeah. As soon as you hit him with a solid one, now Mike's fucking killing you. Yeah. 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 Now, uh, that, that's it on that. You got yeah. anything else on that? Mm-mm. Uh, I think that's it. Where, where we at, man? 145. 145. Uh, oh, no, no, no. I forgot uh, the Tiana Taylor thing. Uh, we can skip that. Yeah, I gotta use the bathroom anyway. All right. Well, yeah. shit. Hold on. Before you leave, let's go ahead and finish it up, man. Mm-hmm. Um, if you made it to the end of this episode, we appreciate you, man. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K. Fings. We out of here. Peace. Keith has to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs>